Welcome to the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast with me, Amy Bajada. Join me and other business owners as we explore the art of being in business and challenge that notion that our financial numbers are boring. Happy new financial year, everybody. On this week's episode, I want to talk about the new financial year as we head into it and whether or not you're ready. They say every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. And a new financial year is just that. And I love this time of year. Feels like one big opportunity, a blank page, if you will. And to me, being the nerd that I am, that's exciting. The possibilities are endless. And what I love about it is that the energy is high. I know we've literally just woken up from June 30 and it's now the 1st of July and it seems as though it's just another day, but for whatever reason, I, I always get excited at this time of the year. I know I'm certainly excited by some of the projects that I've got starting this year. So before the year gets into full swing and it really heats up, I often recommend taking a moment to ensure that it starts right. So I thought I'd share a few of my tips on how to ensure that you get off to that flying start. First and foremost, I say celebrate your successes. As a business owner, all too often, one year just continues to roll into the next with no real celebration of the things that we're able to achieve over the last 12 months. This, I know in part, is due to our constant need to move forward and keep going, but our successes need to be celebrated in order to truly understand how far we've come in that last 12 months and to truly understand just how productive the year was and how we got to where we are. And we don't do it enough, especially as small business owners. So I say do it. You know, take a moment to really understand how far you've come. And it can be the small things, the little things like you know, implementing a new project management tool into your business. It might not seem like a success to celebrate, but I can tell you right now, if it's cut down time or if it's improved efficiencies or if it's increased the outcome or the output of what you've achieved in your business, celebrate it. It's a success. You're able to achieve that. You're able to implement that. And of late, I've learned all too well (laughs) that implementing anything technically new into my business can take some time to get to know, to understand. So celebrate those wins. Celebrate the big wins. Celebrate the medium wins. Celebrate the little wins. It could be that you've finally got that home office that you set up. You know, it's a start. It's a start to something new. It's a start to something that you've wanted to do. So do it because you've earned it. And you've done a great job at doing it. And it's in this reflection, at this point, that will provide you with the momentum you need or more momentum you need to forge further ahead into the new year and all that's going to await you. Because if you can celebrate those small wins and you can identify those small wins, you're going to really respect and understand how those small wins are going to impact your business going forward. When thinking about the previous year and the wins you have made, it's also a great time to use this momentum 
to reflect on all components that made the year. You know the ones I'm talking about, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But I say this not to dwell there. It's just about getting real about it. It's about spending some time to review what really worked for you, what didn't, and why. It's a really good place to be for a little while. And it's, it's great because it gives you the opportunity to think about what's next. Think about what residual goals did you have at the end that you weren't able to achieve. This is where we reveal the key components of the direction of our business. You see, just because we didn't achieve something we set out to achieve or a goal that we set out to achieve doesn't mean we failed. I say this over and over again, and it's, it's exactly the same point I need to make here. You just got to put it into perspective, and here's a great time to do that. You see, an original goal may have been put on hold because another goal revealed itself throughout the course of the year that you hadn't planned on. So you forge ahead with that goal, that new goal, because it made sense at the time. And we don't know what we don't know. So we work with what we do know. And if, if there's a slight change, then move forward with that because it makes sense. And if it makes sense, there's nothing bad about that change. And for anyone in business, we all know how things can change. And not all change is bad, like I suggested. It could have been a really great new initiative or someone may have wanted to do a collaboration with you that you hadn't planned on. So you adjust your thinking, adjust your plans, achieve an outcome, so celebrate it. But don't get stuck in the moment or dwell on the fact that you weren't able to achieve your original goals because they're still there and they can still be achieved. It just means that we reach moments of reflection and we have an opportunity to re-examine these goals right now in this new year. Re-examine the goals we set out to achieve and determine whether they'll form part of our plans going forward. Don't get stuck on the fact that that's something you really, really wanted to do, but now you're kind of wavering and that's okay too. But when you're reviewing and thinking about moving forward, maybe go back and review those plans that you had in place and think whether or not there's still a valid plan to move forward with or do you look at something else and re-examine and reset and go forward to achieve new things in this new financial year? Whilst I'm speaking of plans, and I know that you know this is coming, I love to use this time to set some goals and use all the information that I've uncovered from the last year to pair that with outcomes I want for the new financial year. So what did I learn? What do I understand about last year? What worked for me? What didn't work for me? And what will I be able to utilize to ensure that the outcomes I want for this new financial year are going to be just as successful? But a plan is just a wish unless you spend the time to document it. And the thing I love about putting a pen to paper when it comes to making plans is that it gives me that opportunity to document the steps that it will take to achieve those outcomes. Every step. Because without understanding these steps, 
I'm not going to be able to understand how to get to the end. And it's in this detail that your plan will really come together and make it workable and achievable. And the thing is, you know, reflecting upon last year, you're going to understand which steps worked, which steps didn't work, what was realistic and what wasn't realistic, what you need to change. Another important component about being in business is to really know your cash flow. And again, you probably know that this part's coming because it's a it's a big part of business and success and and I'm a big advocate for it. It's at this time of the year that I recommend really taking stock of your relationship with your money because that's what a cash flow boils down to. What is your relationship with your money? And how did your relationship with your money last year impact your business outcomes throughout the year? Did it work for you? Did it not? And how will the answers to these questions impact what you'll change to your relationship with your money going forward? It's our relationship with how we spend our money that makes all the difference in business and I guess in in life, really. You see, it's not the credit card that we should be worried about. It's how we use the credit card facility that will determine whether we impact it or not. I'm using credit card just as an example because so often I hear people blame credit, whether it be a loan or credit cards and the interest component with it. And that there's this blame put on that facility. I actually think they're great facilities to have for a number of reasons. But we can go into that another time. What I wanted to talk about here was just how are you using that facility and are you using it to its optimum to determine the successful outcome of using that facility and having that facility in your business? And we have no one to blame for the outcome except ourselves in those situations. So let's stop blaming the credit card or the credit or the availability to the credit or the limits and let's really consider our relationship with our money in these particular circumstances because that's what determines the hole we dig dig for ourselves or not. We could have a really positive relationship with a credit card and not feel that burden, but we've got to get honest about it. We've got to be really, really honest about how we use those facilities, how we use our cash, how our relationship with our cash is impacting on the decisions that we make in our business. So it's a good time to review the information you have available to you through things like your bank details. Uh, they're going to they're going to expose the biggest opportunity for you to review how you spend money and what sort of relationship you have with your money. And determine your cash flow forecasting for the year ahead. Yes, ladies and gents, cash flow has to be on your list for it to be a successful financial year. Know it, understand it. And believe me, with such a simple strategy, you can have a huge impact. Get a cash flow forecast happening in your business. Get some visibility over how you spend money, your relationship with your money. And then understand, you'll get a you'll get a greater understanding, certainly, over whether or not it's working for you or whether or not you have to make some significant changes. Credit card facility aside, you have other facilities available to you 
like your your cash. You don't want to waste that either just because it's available to you. Let's use it wisely. Let's use it at a time that is relevant. Do we understand the timing of our needs? A cash flow forecast will expose all of that and have that visibility to you in your business on a daily basis if you want. It's just about getting real and taking stock of that relationship with your money. So how did it work out for you? Did you have a good year? Did you have a bad year? Did you find that you could improve on your cash situation? If you could, take the steps to do so because there are heaps of opportunities to do so and heaps of opportunities to set up something simple, like I said, like a cash flow forecast. It's a great tool to have in your business. And last but certainly not least, this is certainly something I've done in the last couple of years for me. I like to take this time to review the day-to-day tasks in my business and really tighten them up where I can. For me, it's about making sure I have what I need to achieve them and potentially who I need to assist in this area also. One of the biggest components over the last couple of years for me is really looking at the aspect of the tech side of my business and really thinking about about that. So I use this information to really reflect or I use this time to really reflect on what may have frustrated me from a tech perspective in the last 12 months. And believe me, there's a few this last 12 months. And so it's a good time of the year to really reflect on this. And and the only way, like I said, that I do that is to work out what frustrated me, what frustrated me the most, then amend that frustration, get it off my plate, understand what I need to do, get the right people to help me do it, and then move forward. So I can focus on moving forward and not getting stuck on the tech. Also, at this point in time, it's also good to review anything else you may be able to outsource potentially or improve the effectiveness and efficiencies of in your business. So, you know, it might be people that you might want to get involved in certain aspects of your business because it's just something that you either don't have the time to achieve yourself or you just think it's more efficient and effective if somebody else does it for you. But it's always great going into a new financial year knowing that you have exactly what you need. And why not do it now, at the beginning, when you've got all these big plans in place, an understanding of what you want to achieve? Let's not get stuck in the frustrating part of step-by-step and not being able to achieve it yet again when we get to the other end, when we get to this time next year and wonder, what did we achieve, what didn't we achieve? Why couldn't we achieve it? What did we need? What don't we have? And what should I have done? So make some plans. Take a moment. Have a cup of coffee, a cup of tea in my case, and think about where you've been. Celebrate your successes. Understand where you're headed. Make a plan. Get a cash flow in place. Understand what you want to achieve. And where are your biggest goals? And what steps will you take to get to that point? So once again, happy new financial year. It's such an exciting time of the year. Can't wait 
to get started. And I hope you can too. I hope you are just as excited and you've got great big plans in place and ready to hit the ground running. New opportunities. What an exciting time. I'm Amy Pajada. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next week.